and welcome to the Hyper Combo Finish Podcast number 14. I am Chris McGuire, and with me, as always, is Marie Care. Well, hello, Chris. Hi there. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a it's been a good while, you know. And that happens a lot with us, so I, I think we're we're kind of used to that to it being a, an extended absence followed by catching up. Yes, I think we're gonna do a lot of it this season. This is kind of our first talk after you've started your big new fancy job, um, and and been engrossed in the culture of that. And uh, you know, I feel like you have changed. You have grown, and you you might have leveled <laughs> up a little bit. Oh, thanks. I mean, I thought I was pretty like you know, I don't know grandmastery before, but I don't know what the level is beyond that. But yes, Twitch is Twitch is a different place, and uh, I have changed indeed. Yeah, and you know, with all the, the the news right now, is Star Wars will be happening, and uh, I'm sure there are lots of people at Twitch who are very excited about Star Wars. Oh, really? I haven't heard of this movie. What is it about? I, I heard that there <laughs> may be some kind of dispute um, beyond the boundaries of the atmosphere. Oh, was it in a galaxy far, far away? Pretty far. Oh. A couple, a couple parsecs. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I think I have heard of this. It's the one with the robots that change into cars. It's the one with everyone's favorite, with uh, with Jar Jar Binks, the most famous character in the world. Oh my God! Yes, he more was, beloved than Mickey Mouse, yeah. more beloved than Super Mario. They love him. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, he was like he's like the classic sort of rags to riches story, right? He was like somebody's servant, and then he becomes like a senator. It's it's pretty moving. It yeah. is very moving. The whole, really, the arc, and I think what's cool about it is that it makes the original trilogy better because it really shows you how the, this Gungan Jesus came to prominence. I mean, you, d- you don't see that. No, I, gosh, I think Gungan Gen- Jesus is a really great phrase. I don't know if you've coined it, but I think you might as well <laughs> lay claim to it because that's great. And I wonder if his people feel that way about him. So, in all honesty, are you stoked about <laughs> Star Wars? No. No, Chris, come on. I am not a Star Wars person. Um, so you've never been a Star Wars person? Never been a Star Wars person. Um, I live with a guy. I guess we're in a relationship of some sort. Um, <laughs> who likes the Star Wars, but not like to the classic levels. But if it's on TV, he'll watch it. And one time I got him a child's Darth Vader helmet and he wore it. So How did he fit it on his giant head? I know he does have a big noggin um, with, with care and brute force. <laughs> And I have a picture of it, which is like, here is a human male adult, and here is a child's helmet. Um, so I, I am aware of the Star Wars. Actually, I was having lunch with someone the other day who had never seen the Star Wars, orig- like the original trilogy. And surprisingly, I was able to tell her quite a bit about it. So I am familiar. So osmosis, I mean, the cultural osmosis has really just basically made... A Star Wars section in your brain. Yes, yes. Regardless of whether you want it there or not. I think it's very challenging to be um, a middle-aged American and not know (laughs) something about Star Wars. Oh, man, middle-aged. I know. We're old. We're old, dude. I mean, you're younger than me, but still. Oh, my God, we're dying, Marie. (laughs) Well, we were always dying. Come on. I don't know why (laughs) you're getting upset about it now. It's a very, very nihilist point of view. The, <laughs> the moment we were born, we started to die. We believe in nothing. That's what I always think of nihilism, even though I totally studied philosophy. Don't worry, Donnie. These men are cowards. <laughs> You're out of your depth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so do you think you're going to see the new movie? Um, yes, I do. Again, I live with this dude. I can't remember his name now, but I live with this dude, and he enjoys the Star Wars, 
and I hear that a J.J. Abrams is behind this one, and that that might be worth watching. Yeah, did you like the new Star Trek movies? I like the first one. The second one was bizarre. So you are sane, because the second one, I really kind of fell asleep in. Yeah, I mean, I like that um, that uh, odd-faced man, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I, no, I think he's a, a really terrific Sherlock, and uh, I enjoy his face, even though it's like, you know, it's um, hmm, non-standard, let's say, for a movie star. But I just was like, what the hell is happening? You just called Buddy ugly. That's I did cool. not. He has um, a, he's very interesting looking. I and an attractive, and he's an attractive man. There. It's he's like a, when you call a a kind of ugly woman. Oh, she's distinctive. <laughs> oh fuck. He is distinctive. You just distinctive. called him distinctive. He's he is distinctive though, and I think he's worthy of note. And I think that sure, yeah, that's a guy. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> He certainly has features. He does. I know. I'm not saying he's ugly. I think he, first of all, he is a very wealthy man, a very successful actor. I don't think he, it matters necessarily what I think, but um, he is not unattractive. Hmm. How about that? Cool. Yeah. When it comes to Star Wars myself, I'm not really, um, I, I, I'm excited because there's a new movie coming out. I don't really watch a lot of movies, actually. Um, you suck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, my wife isn't super into going to movies, um, and b- due to that, I just tend not to. Uh, and it's also really hard when you have a, a young child because you got to go out and you got to get a sitter. Uh, usually, we, we have a lot of we do a lot of our entertaining at home. We have people come over our house and we play games and we watch things here. Do you know technology exists where you can watch movies in your home? That's true. Yeah. And on Halloween night, uh, we have a plan to get a gang together, and we are watching Event Horizon, which I have never seen. Oh fuck. Um, when it came out, I was it, terrified of that movie. Holy yeah, I've shit. heard it's very scary. Uh, I was pretty scared. Uh, and uh, Alan Grant is in it from Jurassic Park, right? I, I don't and know. He, oh, do you mean Sam Neill, the actor Sam Neill? Yes, I mean Alan Grant. <laughs> oh, okay, Sam Neill, who's he's been in many, many horror films and is terrific. He's like the devil or something. <laughs> Spoilers. Space devil. <laughs> Spoilers. Aren't we all the space devil? <laughs> Deep down inside. Yeah, let's get, let's get philosophical, man. It's, it's Friday. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to watch a movie uh, that I've never seen on Saturday, and I'm probably going to see Star Wars because everyone's going to see it, and uh, it sounds fun. Did you pre-order your tickets like a, like a freak? Uh, my wife might have. I, I have not. She you know, she was like, there's still some matinees left. And I was like, um, cool, I'll, I'll go to that. I don't know if she's done it, though. Matinees are the best. Matinees are the best. If you have like a non-standard work schedule where you can get away with that, it's so good. I, I, don't, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you, but my favorite thing ever is going to the movies in the middle of the day alone. Oh. I know it sounds alone. like too, totally creepy, but it's like my favorite thing. It's like, fuck you, everybody. And then <laughs> I'm in the theater alone. Fucking And then popcorn. afterwards, do you go to, to, to a restaurant and then eat salad and laugh alone? <laughs> Every every one of those images of a lady laughing with salad, that's me. Yeah, is that you? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I could see you being in one of those. <laughs> Salads. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. <laughs> but but the the loner um, movie date actually sounds kind of great. Um, it's it's weird for sure, but I think I want to try it. Oh my god, do it, do it. Yeah, don't rely on have other people. Fuck those people. Chris, what have you learned? Jesus. I know. Other people I, I, are I'm, terrible. I'm obviously not big enough of a of a. I don't know. Misanthrope. Hater of society. 
come on man come on it's it's way better it's a, it's how it's i'm truly living i'm truly living you are truly living <laughs> uh the, the thing though with movies um is that i've usually gone to them as kind of a social thing like i go with friends and i enjoy hanging out with my friends and being with them watching a movie i don't necessarily like movies a whole lot movies are sort of boring in general i think uh, fuck? <laughs> but maybe if i watch them alone i'll get something more out of it yes yes I'm really excited for you. You know what? Maybe someday I'll see a movie with people and we'll like trade experiences <laughs> and we can talk about it. Oh, you know what we got to do? The next time we are in a city together in five years or whenever that is, um, <laughs> we can go see a dumb action movie with a bunch of friends because that was my favorite. Okay. You see, you, you see a terrible action movie with a bunch of friends and you laugh your ass off all day. It's great. Well, in college, I did go to see the movie um, The Game with a bunch of people. Are you familiar with this movie? It's, um, oh God, who's that guy who was married to Catherine Zeta-Jones? Isn't that the worst? Uh, is that the old guy? <laughs> uh, Douglas. Is it? Is it Michael Douglas? I don't know. Actors. Anyway, him and I think um, Spicoli from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, I believe his name is Sean Penn. He might have done stuff after that. Anyway, it, it's a movie that's pretty terrible. It's full of plot holes. It's ridiculous. And basically the entire audience turned against the film about 10 minutes in. And that was quite an experience. That sounds great. Yeah. And we stayed for the whole thing because people had such a great time mocking it openly. Yeah, I really enjoy audience participation when a movie is happening. <laughs> well, see, some, I, mostly I hate this. This is why I go to movies alone. I don't like people talking or making noises or asking questions. Like, of Yeah, me. I hate that too when it's a movie I care about. But if it's a movie that's stupid, then I kind of embrace it. Yeah. Okay. I, but we should uh, do that. We should get, um, I don't know where we'd find a group of people. <laughs> I know a ton in Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe if I come to Philadelphia for your fabled ice cream store opening. Yes. We could go see an action movie. Provided one comes out. And oh, th there is always an action movie to see. <laughs> see, I, I like action movies. I like um, bombast and stupidness. So Me yeah. too. I mean, I, I enjoy them. Yeah. Um, most recently, we actually watched together uh, Furious 7. Ooh. And that was amazing. That, that movie was so stupid over the top. It was perfect for us. Wow. I, I haven't gone into the Furious uh, franchise at all. The there is a point, I, I believe, when Vin Diesel smashes a car into a ramp so that he can drive up that car as a ramp flying off of a parking lot. It is incredible. Why couldn't he just use the ramp? It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. <laughs> they smashed cars together and it made big explosions and Vin Diesel said stupid things. That sounds right. Yeah. That, that sounds right. You see that and you're like, all is right with the world. It's not so bad. You know, uh, people have been talking to me. I, I do live in California about like taking up some meditation, but... No, when I've heard that about Vin Diesel, I'm like, no, that's that's what's right. I gotta I gotta smash shit together and watch Vin Diesel <laughs> say shit. Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds just so right. say stuff. It all just the feels time. comforting. It's like a warm hug. A warm, muscly hug. Mm, 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 you're so bald. The other topic we wanted to discuss um was about controllers. Oh, and we both have new controllers in our lives. Oh, you go first. What's yours? <laughs> so I got um the the post-beta, I guess it's the finished version of the Steam controller. And uh, uh -huh. it was shipped to me early because I pre-ordered it months ago and forgot about it. And then they sent me an email like, your Steam controller's on the way. So it was like a free gift. Yay, except you paid for it one time. Except I paid for it. <laughs> but still, surprise. 
Yeah, uh, but it came, and um, they did a great job on a lot of it. It came in a really nice box, and they, they seemed to really care about the retail presence of it. You know, the, I could have done an unboxing of it. I'm sure there have been hundreds. Um, it was great. Uh, it, it came with it. Lots of designers worked on it, very obviously. It feels really good in your hands. It's not an awesome controller, though. <laughs> oh, why? Wait, so like it's ergonomically designed well. It kind of is. Parts of it are. And it depends what kinds of games you're playing. It's great for some games. The, the, the problem, I think, is that they've tried to design something that's great for all games. And I don't think you can necessarily get that. No, no, no. Um, I think people do this all the time. They have a solution that works for everyone and it always works out. I think that's really important and it works. It constantly works. Yes, yeah. yes. So it's, it's surprising that they would miss the mark with such, you know, an easy goal. I know. Come on. Like I said, the finish is really good, and it's got really cool haptics built in, which is really, let's be honest, it's rumble. Haptics no, 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 haptics. Rumble. haptics. No, no, it's haptics is, is just like your rumble pack when you're really? playing Star Fox 64. Well, let me ask you this, because when I think of haptics, I think of them as sort of directional, you know, yeah. and sort of, and then rumble is just rumble, everything shakes. Um, is there no difference? There is no difference. Oh. I mean, it it's kind of like a better, finer sort of rumble, and like it it definitely pushes you towards a more tactile feel. But it is still rumble. Hmm. I feel the same way. I, I recently got uh, a new Kindle. I loved my old Kindle. It was the Kindle keyboard. Was what they were selling it I, most recently as. I want you to say more things about Amazon products if you can. Just just go for it. <laughs> to say lots. Oh, but of you're stuff. not gonna like this. I hate the new Kindle. Fuck you. Get off. <laughs> See, I love the Kindle. I love I love the platform. I love buying um, books through it. I like having my library like in the cloud. Like, did you just awesome call it me. a library, Bo? Do yes, I did just call it a library. No, I thought you said library. Okay, cool. We're, we're, we're library. Good. We're good. We're good. It's cool. Go ahead. Go on. Uh, but the old one I loved. It had these nice buttons on the side to go from page to page, and the keyboard I I really enjoyed using to search for things. The new one is all touch, and it has no buttons. And I even sprung for the fancy uh, Kindle Voyage, which is overpriced, but I wanted it because it was trying to fake buttons on the side, and I really like the buttons because I don't like tapping the screen. Yes, we've we've been over this, how yes, you hate but, touch interfaces. But the fake buttons on the side are garbage. <laughs> they're super garbage. They not only feel terrible, like they're like, oh, it's haptics. It feels like a real button, and when you press it, it just buzzes you. It's not what a button does, bro. Okay. <laughs> the main problem the main problem with it um is that when you're you're you know you keep your thumb on that button and as you're turning pages you expect it to go to the next page. But sometimes depending on the atmospheric conditions, sometimes it registers that button as a page back instead of a page forward. And you keep pressing it and it goes back instead of forward. So it doesn't it's terrible. It doesn't work. The, it has one job and that's to move the page forward. It doesn't do it. You know, sometimes I wonder, though, in these cases where it's like, this is a serious design flaw, if I just got a bad, bad lot, you know? Like, this one is fucked. Maybe. And and that's possible. Like, I've actually sent a couple angry letters to Amazon because I want them. (laughs) I just want them to send me a a Kindle keyboard, and they don't make them anymore. And I was just like, I just want that back. Because my old one broke. That's the only reason I got a new one. I would have kept that one for life. It, yeah. Sorry, this is kind of unrelated, but do you remember Ibo? No, what it, is Ibo? Sony robot dog. 
Oh, yes, that thing. Yeah. So apparently, you know, they were wildly popular to, to a limited extent. And people got very, very attached to many different IBOs that they would have. And they were like family members to them and dogs. And Sony, I guess, a couple years back, decided they were no longer going to service or create parts for IBOs. Right. So there's like this subculture of people who repair IBOs. And there are all these people. I'll send you a link. There are all these people who have like funeral ceremonies for their eyeballs when they die and are devastated by them well, that's um, so sad yeah so i just wonder if there's like some sort of weird kindle underground thing for your keyboard yeah People i, I are... really i mean the thing is like i i've read in the past before i got my kindle but not a ton i'd read maybe two or three books a year because i didn't have the time but once i got the kindle i was reading three four books a month and it was awesome and it's you know it's still awesome to be reading books like that but it doesn't feel good in my hand and the buttons don't work and I just miss like I still have it next to me hoping that one day I'll be able to fix it. I'll never be able to fix it. Well, <laughs> I feel like you should be able to fix it. Aren't you like handy and engineering or at least your wife is? I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty good with that stuff and Kelly even more so, but it's it's pretty dead. Like when you, when you get to these tiny thin consumer electronic things that have no user serviceable parts, it gets tougher. I think that's that's loser talk, if you ask me. I think you've just given up too easily. But whatever. I obviously got to jump into it more. Yeah. Now, yeah, now that I hate the voyage so much. Ugh. <laughs> Fa. Well, fine. But, uh, yeah, going along with that, it's, <laughs> their, their whole thing, I spent money on it because of haptics, and I was underwhelmed. And I got the haptics. I mean, the, the thing with the Steam controller is that it has two giant haptic pads where you would expect joysticks to be, typically. And it does have a joystick as well which it uses a lot because people were like, hey, hey, we need a joystick. Yeah. And they've beta tested this a lot. Like they've gone through several iterations and they've been very public about their progress. And this one, they're like, this is the one. And it works great for many things. The one thing it doesn't work great for is platformers and side scrollers. And that tends to be a lot of what I play on Steam. Ugh, but only you. <laughs> that is not true. Ugh. Play a real game. Play some CSGO. I, play, I play lots of real games. Well, the thing is, I, I, I tried a, a number of games on it. I was like, you know, let's try a, a new sort of blockbuster pretty game. And I did Shadows of Mordor. Oh, um, which, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that counts as a real game, right? Yeah, I, I, I acknowledge that as a great game. Great. Um, and, you know, it worked, uh, but I didn't love the right stick uh, not existing. <laughs> <laughs> what is cool, it has these um, under finger buttons, which I'm sure you are now acquainted with, yes. that were pretty nice, actually, um, because it lets you do more without taking your thumb off that uh, that aiming stick, which is yes. great. Yes, yes, Yeah, they're really cool. Uh, the, the problem is, I, I tried, I was like, all right, now I'm going to try the most hardcore platformer I know, and I turned on Super Meat Boy, and Ooh. it's playable, and I could play it with the joystick for sure, and that's actually how I played it originally on the 360, because the 360 has a garbage D-pad, mm -hmm. um, but I really didn't like it. Uh, I, I certainly wasn't as good with it as I was with, say, a, even a 360 controller, but certainly not. What I play a lot of my games with on the computer, actually, is my the PS4 controller. I like the PS4 controller a lot. It's really good. That is and interesting. It has a great D-pad. Uh, it's, it's almost Nintendo-quality D-pad, so <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> almost nintendo quality. Yeah, okay. Well, Nintendo makes the best D-pads in the business, and I don't I don't know a lot of people who would argue with that. Well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't know. Honestly, I haven't spent a, a lot of time thinking about D-pads. Um, I spend so much of my time thinking about D-pads. <laughs> it's, so, it's fascinating. I mean, you have such a full life. 
<laughs> I'm at movies alone in the middle of the day, and you're thinking about D pads. I mean, that yeah, way, to each her own, his, her. To each them's own. Yes, to each its owns. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the controller. It's got a great build quality, and um, what is really cool is that the right pad thingy becomes a virtual mouse whenever you're not in the game, and that's awesome. Like, I can zoom around my operating system, and, you know, I can actually turn on Steam using the Steam controller. That's great. That's pretty fancy. More of that, please. But I can do that with my PS4 controller, too, because my hack drivers let me use their touchpad as a mouse. So, you know, I got that going for me. (laughs) Which is nice. Yeah. That's nice. So the Steam controller is good for some games, and I think I'm going to try some more kind of blockbuster games. I was playing uh, a racing game, actually, Burnout Paradise, and it worked out pretty good for that. Do you like Burnout? Oh, it was like, well, back in the day, it was like the car game you could play, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Paradise is like three years old at this point. Oh, really? I, I think of Burnout. Oh, gosh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. But yes, I have played that game. I remember playing it at, there was a big installation at a GDC on the floor for Burnout Paradise, and they had all these couches and young people. Yeah, it's one of my favorite car games. I think it's great. Yeah. It's I, about um, almost but not quite smashing into other cars, except for the mode where it's about smashing into cars, which is also fun. Well, it's like what I like about it is it's not like a Forza not, or, uh, you know, of a hyper-realistic. Uh, yeah, it's not a sim. For yeah. Sure. And I'm just like, I have no idea what's going on. I can't I can't control shit. I'm confused. I'm afraid. <laughs> um, I, I feel like in the Burnout series, I could do something else. Like, I could, I'm like just having a good time. I'm not focused on, I don't know how to control this vehicle. But, um, you know, the final Vernon on the Steam controller for me is I'm still going to use it. And uh, I think it's one. It's certainly not one of those things where you pick it up and it's just first nature. Like, you got to kind of learn how to use it. And it might be awesome, um, you know, once you get to learn to use it. Because I, I do believe that the right kind of touchpad could be more accurate than your stick. Uh, you just got to get used to it, and it's a decent mouse replacement, um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Right now, I'm like, it's great for probably a lot of the games I play sometimes, but not really great for Meat Boy, which I want to play all the time. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you it's can okay. just switch out, right? You can switch yeah, out. Yeah, I just switch out, and, uh, you know, I'll play it on whatever. And there are rumors that it's actually probably coming to a Nintendo console, so I can play it with a real D-pad. That would be cool. I haven't heard that rumor, but okay. The team meet themselves were kind of uh, pushing it out there. Huh. They, they recently released Binding of Isaac on both the Nintendo consoles, and uh, I bought it again. <laughs> <laughs> I like Isaac a lot. I, I guess you do. I mean, it's a pretty good game. I have to say I, I my experiment with it was like, I don't know what's happening, and then I kept playing it. So, yeah, it's a great game. It grew on you. It did. Like a horrible, festering tumor. <laughs> appropriate Mm, mm, so you got a new controller too i did sir i got the xbox elite controller 150 american dollars well i'll tell you why (laughs) i had to get it um so i've had my expo since launch right and i play a lot of them shooters and uh, i have this odd tendency when i dance is what i call it in call of duty evasive maneuvers because of the exos i'll often dance up left right with my like left. every time almost every time i don't know why i just keep doing it and um in both of my controllers that came with my original x-bone i've removed like a notch in the plastic around the thumbstick where i keep doing that 
And so you, you've created a divot in the actual joystick casing. Yes, yes, wow. that that has happened, and I can take a picture for you. And it, it's 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 worn down significantly, and like to the to the extent that I'm like, hey, this is a design flaw, sirs. This is not my fault. This is not yeah, me. Yeah, you should not do it. Those controllers are not cheap either. No, because they're like 50 bucks on their own. So They're like 60 bucks. Oh, really? Well, fuck you. That sucks. And, so, and, and Microsoft was all like, we spent $100 million researching this controller. Well, they didn't research it with me because now when I use those <laughs> controllers and I dodge that way, um, I get stuck. Like the stick gets stuck there. Oh, that's terrible. And it just kind of like, here I go. I guess I'm going left. <laughs> oh, that is really bad. Yeah. So I needed a new controller and I was looking at them online. And I was like, fucking, yeah, I guess 60 bucks. Screw that for the same issue to happen. And so when I was at E3, I had heard all of this stuff about this Elite controller and I held it and it was like, delicious it was like so good the, the movement of the sticks and there was like nowhere for um the stick to rub against anything for me to wear something down right it was very sort of friction free in the sticks so i was like i gotta have this shit and so I, you could feel a difference immediately and i'm pretty sure if you had it you could feel it too you're just like ooh. i'm sure even ben was like um now that's a controller or something <laughs> he probably didn't he didn't say something like that he said that is a controller um <laughs> Yes, he said things about it. But yeah, it's it's a super duper controller. And so the thing is, I haven't tried it extensively with other games. I kind of got it because I knew I'd be putting in hundreds of hours in Fallout and I couldn't have me going just left all the time. No, I, that would be bad. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I'm preparing for Fallout. But then <sighs> people at work convinced me that I needed this Halo game. People at work? People Your at peers. Work. Have pressured you into many purchases at work. Yes, specifically this Halo thing, and I, and you know, and at first I was like, eh, I'm gonna get my Elite controller, and with all the little flangey doohickeys, I can um, map things to a way that I'm more comfortable, right? Yeah. Because you know, I, I do a tactical loadout in Call of Duty, and I'm really comfortable with that, and like. Halo is very different. Like, I, and when when you say the the finger deedlies, I assume you're meaning the uh, the back pedals. Kind of, the, there's two additional ones on the back of the controller. Correct? There are four total. Yeah, two on each yeah. side. Yes. And yes. so I, I I you know I spent like an hour like oh what do I want to map what to and trying to figure it out and I did all that because you had to use a special app with your Xbone um, to do this. I get into Halo. I figure, okay, I'm not gonna take any down anyone else down with me. I'm gonna play single player campaign. And immediately, just holding the controller, I'm accidentally touching those pedals, and I'm just like suddenly boosting left, and I'm suddenly oh. I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to throw a grenade at you. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, because you're not used to anything being back there. And the way you grip the controller exactly. is just inherent. Yes, and it's like. Did I just waste $150? Oh, no. <laughs> because I was, like, so fucking stoked for these little pedals, right? I'm like, oh, it's going to make my game so good, man. I'm going to be so good at this. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know what? It's probably worth it just so I don't wear down the corners again, right? And it, right. And it feels so nice in your hands. It feels like I spent money on a thing and I'm going to try to enjoy it. That's That sounds right. Um, have you deactivated the back pads? Uh, yeah, I just removed them. Okay. 
which is nice. Oh, it's cool so, that you can take them out. So everything is like magnetic. So I can switch out all the, the thumbsticks to different heights, uh, convex and concave. There are, I think, three different height levels for oh, them. Oh, and it, brings, it, it gives them to you in the package. Indeed. Um, the well, package itself, so I think. Money. Yeah. <laughs> the package itself, I feel like it's like they didn't quite finish it because there's like a loose piece of foam inside where you like place a <laughs> controller. I'm like, hmm, what's this for? But well, it's it, interesting that Microsoft didn't put as much thought into the packaging as Steam obviously did um, well, with it, their controller. It does come in a nice case, like one of those clamshell zipper cases, but there's like this loose piece of foam in there for some reason. Um, but well, maybe, <laughs> hey, maybe that's a like intentional. Maybe I'm the idiot and I don't understand how cool. It's a sweat blotter for when you're intense in a game. Word. Word. It's that. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, I really like it. I'm now playing without all those little flangy doos And I'm like, oh, I like it. I'm moving around. I, I will say this because you were talking about using the right um, thumbstick. Yeah. Um, and I have to say my, my colleague, Isaac, and I feel like you would like him just based on his name. Um, <laughs> He was giving me the pro tips on the halos, and he said that I should aim with my body, not with my reticle. And yes. and I could leave my finger off the the right thumbstick as much as possible. Interesting. In multiplayer, especially because a lot of the maps are flat. Right. And I have and to. And I imagine there, there's a good degree of auto aim that would actually assist you there. Yeah. Well, so you know, I'm coming from Call of Duty where I'm doing a lot of ADSing, right? Um, yeah. and so I'm trying to like, people are coming from multiple levels. They're, they're airbound, right? They're in, they're exoing over me. So I'm using my radical quite a bit. So this is like a totally new approach to me. It is fascinating that just that one tip has improved my game so much. So it really helped. Absolutely. I'm just like, just use my body. And because I'm pretty good at killing people, but I'm less good at avoiding getting killed. Right. So it helps because you're moving, you're already dancing anyway. Yeah. You're moving around, and I don't know if you can tell by the sound coming out of my microphone, but I am dancing as I do this. I'm like moving, <laughs> I'm moving left and right. Look, look at me! I'm gonna kill you. Um, it's it's genius. So yeah, I learned I, I learned that as well long ago. Um, well, great, it, you're wonderful. No, no, no. <laughs> no, in a totally different context. Um, <laughs> is that I actually learned this playing Quake Three when that came out. Um, you know, we still play that game off and on. Uh, but one of the things I learned about, like, sniping with the railgun specifically was you don't aim. It's more about timing and moving your body and, and sh firing it when they enter your crosshair. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it does help a ton with your – you just hit them more. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. aiming, you're, you're going to mess it up. Yeah. You're going to – yeah. You're going to fuck up. So it's more about timing than it is about aiming. And especially with Halo, um, what I've noticed about it, and this is something, that, again, that Isaac brought up, is like there's a longer time to kill um, during that in, when you're playing multiplayer than there is in Call of Duty. Like Call of Duty is, to me, knowing the maps, knowing where people are going, and then just being there and being the first to get a shot off. Right. Well, here in, the, in Halo, in the multiplayer I've played so far, it's like you you can get the drop on somebody, but he's still got a chance to kill you. And you got to dance. You got to move and you got to dance. So, so a sort of a different tactical kind of out uh, mindset. Yeah, it's tough for me. I mean, I suck right now. I'm like pulling a 0.7 KD. Um, so you're playing now in the past. You haven't really enjoyed Halo games, right? No, I have not. I mean, I've played them because there was um split screen. And this one I wasn't going to get at all because there's no split screen. 
Yeah, that's nonsense, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I was pretty disappointed because that, that to me it was like, well, that seals the deal. I'm not getting that. But then I was watching people play on Twitch, of course. <laughs> Twitch, you should watch it. Um, and I was like, oh, it looks pretty good. So I got it. And yeah, it, it, it's totally a different thing for me. Um, not a big Halo person. I have no idea what's going on in the campaign. I don't know. I'm like constantly asking people, so who are the forerunners? It's it's okay. I, I'm gonna complete it. Nathan Fillion's in it. But anyway, back to the controller. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus, this was about a controller. I like it. I like that I have it. I think I'm gonna get a lot of use out of it. Uh, was it worth $150? It might have been worth it just for that like few days when nobody else had one and they were desperately trying to get them. And I was like, look at my controller. It's so rad. <laughs> so you felt, yeah, you got the, the exclusivity. At, yes. At that time. I mean, there was a lot of ball busting, not on my part necessarily, but around the office for the haves and haves not have nots, haves nots, haves. Ha- there was a lot have. of ball busting, let's say. <laughs> and um, I got to partake in that just a teensy bit. And it was, it so was I want to know, my, my my only question for you about it, which you probably can't answer, is how is the D-pad? <laughs> so I have that little, so again, there's like a little magnetic piece. You can change out the D-pad to different shapes. Yes. And, and there was, I saw all the pro, all the, the, the shots they use of it, use that doofy looking circular uh, octagon thing. Yes. Yeah, so I uh, use the doofy looking circular octagon thing. And yeah. because the only time I use it in Halo is to tell um, my, uh, I guess, my uh, NPC colleagues to target one dude or to search the area with something. I, I probably should know what it's called, but it's like, look at the thing. So for the up and the down, that seems to work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I need I need you to, like, jump in and play some, like, Pac-Man or something and just see how goes you know what that's fair i should try to do something i mean i have meat boy on my expo and i believe I oh my god that's that would be perfect oh you know what i've been uh trying to play lovers in a dangerous space t- nah you can use the thumbsticks for that um okay never mind but yeah i'll, I'll yeah. try to play something and let you know how that is i have nothing to compare it to i'm not a d-pad person like i'm mostly using it to like cycle through weapons or cycle through uh, items in a menu gotcha Sorry. Yeah, because it, it, I've been wondering, like, the, the X-Bone controller is the only one I don't really have any experience with because I, um, you know, I'm still using the 360 controller largely for Steam and the PS4 controller when I really care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the X-Bone controller, I was wondering, like, you know, now that they have official drivers for the PC, if I should get it, you know, just to try it out if it's a really good controller. But from what I'm hearing, I kind of, the, the normal one, I can totally skip. I think so. I mean, I don't. I don't think of myself as playing an enormous amount. Do I do I play a lot of video games? Maybe I play a lot of video games. But I mean, come on, that kind of wear is unacceptable. Oh yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, that's really not good. Yeah, come on. It's, it's new. Like you have not had this you haven't had it for a year, have you? Oh, yeah, I have. Xbox came out like 2 years ago. Okay, I didn't know you got it at launch. Yeah, I got it a day of. But still, it's like it was worn out like this I guess at the end of advanced warfare being fun (laughs) (laughs) have you have you been playing the ps4 yes oh basically i don't i thought we talked about this i'm kind of converted i mean i I used to be um xbox fangirl number one and because the chivos bro the chivos but um i like ps4 now 
It's surprising. Then why were you playing modern, uh, not modern warfare, advanced warfare? Why are you playing that uh, on the Xbox? Um, at the time, I wanted to play it because I felt like matchmaking was more secure on Xbone, and it was just because I like to play with Ben, and he's more familiar with that controller. I just wanted okay. to make it as easy as possible for him to play with me. Cool. Uh, so it was a social thing. Yes. Oh wait, shut up! I don't have friends. It's that guy who lives <laughs> with me. Um, uh, but we are switching to PS4 now for the, for the so next. So you think all multiplats are going to be PS4 from here on in? Um, it just depends. You know, unless there's a good reason. It just depends. Like I, I'm like I have Destiny on PS4 because you know i had an inside track on all the blah 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 but now like all the people at my work fucking peer pressure fuck um, yeah they are really getting you to yeah, buy a lot. i know and they're all like hey but we're all playing on xbone and you can play with us you can play on xbone <laughs> and so I, I am tempted i don't know shit yeah i'm not gonna get <laughs> destiny on xbone that's just ridiculous you're, you're not gonna like destiny i played the first one i mean well that first one i played it on ps4 already and you didn't like I it i fucking thought it was ridiculous but i had my expectations set so high because of ah. the stuff and then they were just dashed to pieces so now you're saying like maybe i want to play it again because my expectations are so low no <laughs> like, because they re they rejiggered bruh they rejiggered. Yeah, I, I I heard they released it as a as a video game now. Yes, that you can play. it's a game that you might want to play. And Nolan North is in it. He's the voice of the ghost now. Come on. Yeah. I know you don't like no, no Nathan Drake, but Nolan North is excellent. He was also um, the voice of several of the personality cores in um, Portal Two. So. Oh well, I mean that definitely brings it up. Right, right. I think he's yeah. the guy who goes space. So. See, this is actually a really good segue um, Ooh, <laughs> because two podcasts ago when I was talking about how much I think Uncharted is a garbage video game. You're a garbage uh, video game. That's fair. Okay. But yeah, it's it's really bad to me. And one thing I didn't like about it was that it focused on the story over the gameplay. And I thought the story was garbage and the gameplay was super garbage. You're but, garbage. Yes. Uh-huh. And I was saying how typically, you know, I'm not really into games that aren't strictly about the gameplay. Like, if there's a story, that's fine. If it's incidental, just don't get in my way. I don't care. I'll watch your cutscenes. I won't enjoy it. I don't like them. <laughs> uh, but no, go ahead, go ahead. I recently played a video game uh, that was almost entirely story-based, and I loved every minute of it. And this game, uh, it was Soma. <gasps> da, 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 da. Indie, PS4, or PS3 for you. <laughs> I was playing, yeah, I was playing on Steam. And uh, it was it was great uh, the the whole way through. Um, I loved it, and it was nothing. If basically the game is na uh, interactive fiction, it's kind of how I would describe it. Like it's barely a video game. It's more about exploring an environment and uh, hearing interesting voiceover and reading things. And uh, kind of the premise is this this sci-fi world where you can upload your consciousness to a computer, and then your consciousness effectively lives inside a computer. I don't want to get into spoiler territory, but it branches out from there into pretty interesting sci-fi slash philosophical sort of topics and explores them in a, in a way that isn't like, well, this is obviously how it is. It's it's very open-ended, and I like that about it. Um, and one of the things I like best about it is the setting because the bulk of the game takes place in an, uh, an underwater facility deep at the bottom of the sea. And I love going under the sea. I love aquariums. <laughs> I love fish. I love that stuff. So you put it in there and like you're already got me like 80% sold. 
I really enjoyed that. So uh, as I'm walking through this game, I'm like, wow, I care about this story. <laughs> I care about these characters somewhat. And the things they're saying, like, I would go to bed at night and I'd think about the game. And that hasn't happened in a long time. Uh, at least when when it comes to narrative, I'd just be like, "Oh, but what if this happened? But what if that? Uh, what what would it mean to the to the human soul?" Wow! It it, it got to me like it really did. Um, did you play this game at all? I did actually, and I never finished it. That's fair. Um, no, so I did enjoy what I did play. It just didn't capture me at all. And didn't grab you? No, and it's just like I, maybe it's because I went to college and my major was stupid was philosophy and um people were discussing that is very stupid yeah and people <laughs> discuss this sort of thing all the time but it's just like yes we have talked about this and explored it i don't know it's just like yep this is this yeah um but i you it, know it, I, I would say i wanted to say that it's it's more there are some gamey moments like you have to run from that one dude at that one time Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, most moment. of the gamey stuff is running from scary things, and there is not combat. No. Um, Which is cool. It, I actually like that. You know, you're just kind of being stealthy and hiding. It's more realistic for me. I'm not gonna yeah, be fighting people. It would have been strange to give someone a gun and have him like shooting ghosts. Like that would have been pretty dumb. Yeah, that that is dumb. And there there are moments of I think of genuine terror for me where like what the fuck is happening. You know, yes. and then I feel uh, sad, but I I don't know the the story for me was not. I don't want to spoil it for others, though, but there's some things about it where I'm like, oh, he is so ready to accept his situation. Yeah. That seemed unrealistic to me. Well, I think a lot of that they actually left up to the player, which I liked. You didn't see a lot of him going, oh, what have I become? It's kind of unspoken. Well, he does and say, so I guess I am, too, right? He, yeah, yeah, he does. But he addresses that pretty late after he knows, you know? Okay. Okay. Like, I feel like he's kind of slowly working up and it's let, letting the player kind of come to grips with this. Like, you kind of know, you know, as soon as you jump in, like, what's happened to him? Mm -hmm. And I, you think that he does, too. And I kind of felt this slow realization, like, I, I, I made it up. It was all headcanon, but it was like he was slowly realizing what was happening to him as we got to that point. Um, and he didn't have to say it. Like, I just kind of got it. Yeah. And I thought that was neat. Like, it, a lot of what this game, I, I like what is unsaid. Um. Now, here's a question that isn't very spoilery. Did you get to the point, to a point where uh, the main character looks into a mirror? So, no. I haven't. Okay. So, and I was told that I could do that at one of the, the labs, and I kept looking yeah. for this mirror. But no, I haven't gotten to that. And now I'm curious. Why? Tell me about yeah. it. Tell me. So, that part really strikes me. Um so the core of the game is, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler because it happens in the first, like, 15 minutes. Uh, you are basically a consciousness, consciousness that has up, been uploaded to a body, a robot body, basically. And uh, your, your, your original body has been dead for hundreds of years. But as you're going around, you, you, what you are is basically a bunch of uh, circuitry with a camera shoved into a dead person's body, kind of meshed together with this fancy uh, MacGuffin gel. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but when you look into a mirror nothing is said but he looks into it and y you have a helmet on and he peers through and then you can kind of see through the helmet that there's just this creepy webcam sticking up from a stump <sighs> and it is really creepy uh, it, it, it's just like he doesn't say anything he doesn't gasp he just kind of looks and it's sort of sad Ooh. he's like well this is my body now he doesn't have to say anything and that's what's cool about it but it was all in my head so um, I have to say that I, I 
I do like this game more just based on your reaction to it. Um, because I like that you're this excited about a narrative based game. Because you're it, it, historically not a big fan. I'm not. And, you know, I'm looking it up on Steam right now exactly how long I played it. I played uh, nine hours. I played through the game nine hours. I took my sweet time, too. Huh. Um, so it's not very long, but it's it's priced accordingly, and it's just the environment. And there's this one section uh, towards the end that is incredible um, because you think you're at the bottom of the ocean. Later in the game, you go to the actual bottom of the ocean. Whoa. <laughs> and you step out into it, and it is some of the the most incredible like environments I've ever seen in a video game. Like being on the bottom of the ocean, creatures in the deep coming out that you can only see because of the light provided by your flashlight. It's the only light there is. It's awesome. Oh, oh damn it. Now I have to finish that game. And I mean, I put in a few hours, but damn it. You can just blitz it through in one night. Like you set aside a, a night and you can finish it off okay. if you care. I, I don't want to push you into something because that makes you hate. That makes everyone hate things. Yeah, but I, I'm curious. I, I I did feel like a sense of dread. I was uh, nervous about it. At some, that's always a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Being scared. Um, and it's not like I am really completely invested in Halo. So I've got this week before the new Call of Duty comes out and then the week between Call of Duty and Fallout. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think time. I think you get to the end of this and you will not regret the time you spent because the ending is, you know, one of those open-ended but still satisfying endings. And I, I think, you know, you're totally right. I did a lot of philosophical classes in college as well. Mm -hmm. I went to kind of a, a multidisciplinary school. And so there was a lot of that. And so a lot of the, the intro things have been kind of covered. Mm -hmm. Um but I was thinking about them more in kind of a, a science fiction realm where, you know, the the whole plot of this game, I assume you've gotten, they, they want to put all of um, humanity's consciousness into an arc that is flying in space, yes, right? Yes, yes. I know that part. And so I was thinking, like, you know, they can live there and be, and just be in, inside the software forever. Or, like, what if they, they gave themselves something that could interact with the outside world, like a, a grabber claw for this arc that they could... <laughs> You know, build something in the future. With I thought about this a lot, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to read your treatise on the on the game. Yeah, I, like it's um, like it's a nine hour game that you spent ninety hours thinking about. That is accurate. Yes, yeah. that sounds fascinating <laughs> to me. No, we should have like a whole episode of you just telling me all your theories after yeah, I finish. I, I, after I finish, I would love to talk to someone who's finished this game um, about it. And I was talking to my friends in Philly, and I was like, "Oh, this game Soma. You've probably heard of it because people have been talking about it." They're like, "No, you know, I haven't." What? And I was like, "Oh, it's great. I can't say that, or else you won't want to play it. But it's really good." And <laughs> oh, I don't have anyone to talk to about it. In person. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to finish it. Um, I'll try to finish it soon. I mean, I know how cool Master Chief is and all. Um, I don't even know what's going on. Some of the time I'm Locke. The only times I know who which one I am is like someone will say, nice shot, Locke. Not, nice shot, Chief. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm Chief. So um, I, I don't You can know. just imagine yourself being the guy from Lost, right? Isn't that the one guy character's name? Yes, Locke? I was like, oh. And then they reveal he's like um, a young black man and not an older paralyzed white guy. So They're kind of the same. Okay. And then, yeah, all right, that makes sense. They might be both bald. I didn't remember. I genuinely don't remember. Nathan Fillion's in it. Nathan Fillion's in it. I think his name's Buck. Well, you know, I think uh, in the upcoming weeks, we're going to have a lot to talk about because there's a lot of games happening. Uh, I know. I don't know about you, but I, I like games. Uh, they're okay. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Take them or leave them. Yes, I think that the... Uh, 
a major game for me is coming out and um yeah your 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 fallout is coming it's kind of a life event kind of yeah so i just um i want to hear you talk about it when it comes out because i games as a life event it's it feels like it's rarer and rarer as we get older so i really want to vicariously feel that through your eyes okay I mean, I, I have to tell you right now, it's like I'm so torn about it because there's a whole lot of cash grab going on right now on the part of Bethesda. I don't know if you've been keeping up with it. Like there's a Fallout beer. There's um, a new Coca-Cola <laughs> Quantum that'll be available at Target. There was a custom like a loot crate. And then there is like the this and this and this and that. And and although I love Fallout and I you know have much merch around my house probably too much and i want all of these things i can't help but feel like god we've gone too far you guys we've gone too they've, far they've over hoarded is what you're yeah, saying Yeah, it's too much you guys come on let it go but i mean what what if i weren't in the same position i wouldn't do the same thing i don't I mean, come on dude you know who's doing the exact same thing i feel is um all of doctor who fandom <laughs> oh yeah just so much everything like here's all the merch what has a tardis not been placed on i my i posit nothing I, i'm pretty sure that there was a tardis cat halloween costume i saw on the internet i don't doubt it and tardis doorknobs tardis uh underpants um, toilet flushers yes yeah too much <laughs> now that i think of it actually the tardis underpants is kind of clever Get it? <laughs> Get it? Because it's like, you know, it's, it looks like this little thing, but then it's infinite. It's, yeah, it's, because it's the best. It's so big. It's, it, a penis it's joke. really big in the inside, though. It's, it's like, it's not, it's, you know, appearances, make it, appearances it, it, are deceiving it over, here, Chris. Get it? I feel it? like it would work for both genders pretty exactly, well. Exactly. Exactly. Get it? It's, it's, ah, now I get it. Well, I guess now is a time when we should probably both go to work. Yeah, fuck. Okay, yes. That's, that's right. <laughs> Let's go to work. Let's go to work, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Let it has been a pleasure, and I will see you soon. All right. Bye-bye.